What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. Podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 64 of the David Soto Jr. Podcast. I am your host, David Soto Jr. Uh, I have to take that breath every time I say that. trying to quietly drink my coffee. In reality, I shouldn't be drinking coffee at all while I'm recording a podcast, but what is? Today's topic is what else? Uh, The coronavirus vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine, coronavirus vaccine, more, I'm talking more on the um, dumb reasons for not getting vaccinated. Last time, I said there may be some legit reasons. Uh, now I'm not so sure. Uh, with I didn't know anything about fertility or... Um, breastfeeding or I don't know I still kind of don't know but one of the biggest reasons why people are not getting vaccinated or maybe they will get vaccinated if it becomes FDA approved as it's not FDA approved therefore it's being considered an experimental drug And this has people like, I'm not going to be a test subject, blah, blah, blah. This is not an FDA-approved drug. This is an experimental drug. Oh, air conditioner kicked off. It's a lot quieter now. So, in order for a drug to be FDA-approved, it has to... A drug company has to conduct a series of tests and then send them to the FDA's drug department, right? The Center for Drug Evaluation and Research. And then a team of smart people will look at this data and they'll determine if the drug is effective and safe for its intended use. Now, this is the key term here, intended use. So if a drug says that it's going to cure cancer, the FDA will approve. If it's FDA approved, it will cure cancer and the risks will not outweigh the reward. Um, And so since we're talking about COVID-19, the vaccine, in order to be FDA approved, has to, the risk have to outweigh the rewards, and it has to be, uh, prevent, it has to do what it claims, and prevent the disease up into, uh, from happening up to about 98% is what the, what, uh, the, oh, lost a train of thought. You know, I know Johnson Johnson's numbers for some reason. Uh, 98% for Pfizer. Johnson Johnson's 70%. So to make the claim, let's say Johnson Johnson, 
to claim that their drug is effective from preventing COVID-19, 70%. The data has to back that in, in order to get FDA approved. Now, when I say intended use, if the drug is used for any other anything else, it will not be FDA approved for another use. Meaning, if they have a drug that cures cancer, but they also find that it um, lowers diabetes risk, since it's not been since it's not been approved by the FDA that it lowers uh, diabetes risk, it will not be. It will not, it's not FDA approved. It would be an experimental drug. Even though um, it's effective for one thing and has been FDA approved, if, if it by chance does another thing that the company didn't claim originally, then I'd have to be resubmitted for approval. All that being said, is by that definition, is the COVID-19 vaccine an experimental drug? Maybe you could call that. But if you do, then you, are, then you also are calling hydroxychloroquine an experimental drug. Because there is no data showing that it is has been safe and effective to cure uh, COVID-19. Now, I know you're going to say, there are so and so many this and this and that have cured it and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, if the government doesn't want you to use hydroxychloroquine, it's because it's uh, because it's, a, it's an experimental drug, because there is no data. Now, I know there are some claims like maybe people have cured hundreds of but there's no proof of that there's no so the the same reason why people won't take the coronavirus vaccines is the same reason why the government does not want you to take hydroxychloroquine the exact same reason except the fact that the coronavirus vaccines have have been proven um, just in the fact that it's been issued it, it's been people have been getting vaccinated since December and the number of cases with people who have been vaccine vaccinated the number of cases were dropping of course the numbers are going up they are mainly among the unvaccinated well the last thing i saw is there is some research happening or a study happening for hydroxychloroquine but then the company who makes that stuff has to then submit it to see like honestly who knows maybe it will but there's no proof of it right now there's no long-term studies now you're gonna say there's no long-term studies for uh, 
the coronavirus uh, vaccines, but there at least there are some studies. And the fact that we have been, I feel like I'm, making, I'm talking out of my ass now. I don't want to do that. Let me get back on track. The point is, is that if you're all but hurt because the coronavirus vaccines are not FDA approved, neither is hydroxychloroquine, just so you know. Also, are there, how many other things do you consume that are not FDA approved? Uh, the any supplement line, any type of supplement, any type of herb, any type of vitamin, any type of of home remedy, anything is not FDA approved, and therefore experimental. The thing you're so afraid of of being experiment, of being an experiment, a test subject, you are your own test subject when you. Uh, take vitamin C or echinacea or zinc or blah 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 uh, herbal life right uh, juice plus all your essential oils and your little diffusers and oh this really this is a relaxing and oh this is blah 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 none of those are FDA approved in fact most of those things will be will come with statements that say, uh, this has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended for diagnosis, treat, cure, prevent disease, blah, blah, blah. You'll see those statements on all these things that I'm talking about because they are not FDA approved. Because if this is supposed to lower your cholesterol, if CoQ10 should be taken, if you are on statins and it will help, I forget what CoQ10 helps them. But that is not proven, it's not approved by the Food and Drug Administration. But if you take it and it helps you and makes you feel better, um, who cares? So I, it's, it's anecdotal, right? A couple times I've tried Oh, kidney stones. I tried hydrangea root. Uh, I didn't have kidney stones anymore. They went away. The what I understand is that the hydrangea root dissolves the stones, and you just pee it out. That had to have been what happened to me. I've known personally. I've known. I thought I saw a fly. There's a fly in here somewhere. I've personally known someone who has had kidney stones before, was hospitalized, felt them coming on again, was recommended to them that they take hydrangea root. So this person had experienced kidney, kidney stones, knew that it was coming again, asked for help, got some hydrangea root, and felt better, and literally saved him thousands of dollars in a hospital, due to a hospital, hospital bills, uh, based on his history. Now, when I got kidney stones and felt them coming and it was probably in one of the worst pains of my life, 
I remembered somebody taking hydrangea root and so I tried it and it worked and my point is that I'm not for things have to be FDA approved um, I'm not for the FDA I'm not I'm not for being being a government test subject I'm on a lot of people's side when it comes to the Food and Drug Administration um, if there's something out there that can uh, fix a problem and it's not uh, it, it won't send you to the hospital and won't I mean I'm formerly the primitive guy I believe that everything can be most things can be avoided through diet and and avoiding hospitals and drugs and, and, and hospitalizations and therapies not everything right but a lot of disease a lot of these self-inflicted diseases can I think um, don't have to have uh, drugs approved by the FDA but what do I know I can't conduct an experiment only n equals one right I'm the test subject I can try it see what how it works on me but do you do that do do you hear that juice plus makes you or give you a good immune system and makes you strong and blah 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 because that statement has not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration in fact do you sell juice plus do you push that stuff on other people because what you're pushing is an experimental drug one that does not has not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration if you are a juice plus Herbalife essential oil even cannabis uh, advocate then you are also a hypocrite for not getting vaccinated because all of these things that you push or 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 or, or sell or push yourself something or uh, champion for or make your if you make a post if you take pictures if you do anything promoting these things to help relieve some uh, symptoms yet you won't take the vaccine because it's experimental you're a hypocrite um, also on the hypocrite uh, well my brain is really messed up today speaking of hypocrisy do you smoke if you are a smoker yet do not and are against getting vaccinated you are the biggest hypocrite because you if you feel the vaccine vaccine is not safe but you smoke cigarettes you are a hypocrite uh, 2019 340 million US adults smoke cigarettes 
um, four hundred eighty thousand died as a result. Do the math. That's one point four percent chance. If you smoke cigarettes, there's one point four chance of you dying. What are the odds for you dying from the uh, coronavirus vaccine? 0 0.018 is what I thought it was. Um, my point is that you intentionally, if you smoke, you are intentionally consuming something that has been proven to kill you with a likelihood of almost 10 times more of a likelihood to kill you. Like you are intentionally putting something that has not been FDA approved into your body, essentially with the intention like you know it's going to kill you. You know your odds of dying are very likely if you are a long-time smoker. <clears throat> but you do it anyways. Your chances of dying in a car accident is 0.01% chance, I believe. One out of one 100 people. You get in a room with 100 people, one of you are going to die in a car accident yet you get in a car every day you know your odds of dying yet you choose to do it every day also um, those odds are a lot lower than cigarette smoking but they're still pretty high higher than plane crashes it, it, did you hear that fly there's a fly in here and he just like buzzed the microphone the chances of you dying in a car accident are a one in 100 that's a better chance than winning the lottery I'm losing my train of thought here. Damn fly. Uh, seat belts. We'll talk about efficacy now. It's not a hundred. The coronavirus is not a hundred percent effective. Like nothing is a hundred percent effective. I'm pretty sure. Um, birth control. 99.9% .9 effective. Uh, seat belts, don't even get me started about seat belts. Seat belts are mandated by the government that you wear seat belts. And how many of you don't wear seat belts? Like maybe some of you don't, but most people wear seat belts because it's been the law for the past 20 something years. Yet its efficacy is not <laughs> that great. Uh, in 2019, 22,000 
215 people were killed in an automobile accident, 47% were not wearing their seatbelts. Correct me if I'm wrong here. 47% out of 100% means that 63% of the people were wearing their seatbelts. Now, this statistic does not mean that had the people not been wearing seatbelts, they would have survived. I'm pretty sure that this statistic means that the car accident was so horrendous that it didn't matter that they were wearing their seatbelts. If 47%, how many of those 47% could have lived had they been wearing their seatbelts instead of getting ejected from the car? My point is, is how many of you click on your seatbelts every day to prevent that chance, that very likelihood of you getting into it when you get into a car accident, surviving it because it is the law and the government told you to start wearing your seatbelt. Oh, is my boy up? Even though... <laughs> there is a 63% chance that you still won't survive. But you don't want to take a vaccine in the midst of a pandemic, a global pandemic. But you'll bug your seatbelt. It just doesn't make sense. You smoke cigarettes, it doesn't make sense. You'll vape. Okay. I forgot, almost forgot about this one. How many of you vape? There is no data. None. <laughs> None at all. In fact, that's a joke. Like, what are the long-term effects of vaping? We don't know. No. Uh, <clears throat> are you concerned about the rep... What will... <clears throat> about your reproductive uh, effects of the COVID-19 vi virus? Like, I, I kind of think that seems legit, right? But now, I'm wondering, like... A, do you smoke? Because being dead is no good for your reproductive um, health. B, do you vape? Have you vaped? Do you vape? Did you try it? What are the effects on your reproductive health of vaping? Do you know? Does anybody know? No. But are you going to keep vaping? Yes, you are. It's not FDA approved. There's no data on what it will do to your reproductive health. But you're still going to vape. I really don't think there's any excuse to not get vaccinated right now. This is a global pandemic. Numbers are getting worse. Every excuse that you have not to get vaccinated is bullshit. And it's lazy. And you want to talk about unpatriotic? What if we just concern about our country, our people that live in the United States? What if we don't care about the rest of the world? 
What if we just want to be safe in our little safe bubble? And we want to protect the people who have to go to work every day. And don't want to make their life hell. Specifically, first responders, medical staff. But people in general. If we're so goddamn patriotic, if we want we love this country so much, wouldn't we want to make it the safest it can be? Wouldn't we want to prevent people from dying? US citizens, right? Patriotic. God bless America, bless the USA, blah blah blah. Then get your fucking vaccine. You love this country? Get your vaccine. It just how can you claim to be so patriotic when you're literally saying fuck everybody else I don't have to do this it's you don't even have to enlist you don't have to carry a gun you don't have to go to war you don't have to be shipped off away from your family for six months to a year you don't have to go to boot camp you don't have to eat shitty food all you have to do is get a shot and you will be a patriot a true patriot but no anyways uh, I was all over the place today my apologies I'm out of coffee that means I should end this podcast I hope I've made some sense here again like I said I just was, I was all over the place try to make my point um, follow me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at David E. Soto Jr. David E. Soto Jr. Um, check me out on uh, Amazon. I am trying to uh, provide for my family by becoming independently uh, wealthy. I'm still going to keep my job. Uh, insurance. Insurance is a motherfucker. Uh. So, folks, I appreciate you tuning in. Sorry I'm all spaced out today. I don't know what the deal is. But, uh, again, I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you very much.